Talk 1110-993-WBT, The Pete Callender Show. I'm The Pete. 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. Those are the phone numbers. You can also email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. And remember, get the podcast. It's totally free. Harris Teeter and Kroger. Kroger owns the HT. Facing backlash for a decision to remove patriotic products after people complained. Says Fox News' Lawrence Richard. Uh, just to clarify there, it was two people. Two people complained about a store in Huntersville. Both of these people are gun-grabbing, anti-Second Amendment activists. The first one to complain was, let me see here, Scarlet, she goes by. SD Voter 3 is what her Twitter handle is. And she locked her account after she complained about these koozies with the American bald eagle and a shotgun and Thomas Jefferson holding an AR-15 cartoon characters on uh, these koozies. One was just the bald eagle saying, America, love it or leave it. And she says she is the North Carolina state Twitter lead, which I guess is a job title now. NC State Twitter lead for Moms Demand Action. Her bio says, we can end gun violence. So that's her shtick. This is her her cause. She's an anti-Second Amendment activist. She's a Moms Demand Action person. They're radicals. And they are also usually completely uninformed about guns and gun laws. But whatever. This was the first tweet that went out. Then along comes Christy Clark. Has, uh, uh, Twitter handle Christy Clark NC. She's running for House District 98 up in North Mech area against John Bradford, the Republican. And Christy Clark takes pictures of the same koozies, some of the same koozies, and tweets out a nearly identical message as her pal, SD Voter 3. Now, I don't know if she stole it, if she plagiarized, maybe uh, they coordinated the messaging, whatever. Doesn't matter to me. This woman's running for office. And she tells Harris Teeter that she's disappointed that these koozies are being sold in an NC store because that's what inspires people to commit violence, you know. This is the glorification of guns. Koozies with a bald eagle flying around, toting a shotgun. Again, not in a ready-fire position. He's not menacing you with it. He's not going armed with intent to affray or whatever. He's, He's just flying. Like, maybe he's just transporting it safely you know, to a vault. He's going to lock it up. Maybe the vault. Well, I mean, you can't put the vault up where they have the nest too close to the babies. You can't, it, you know, so you got to lock that thing away pretty far away. So he's got to pick it up. He's got to fly it. Sorry, I'm assuming gender. That is my bad. Very well could be a female eagle. And so uh, it or G uh, uh, would fly this shotgun over to its vault and then lock it up into the gun storage. Oh, maybe it's going to bring it to a gun buyback program. Have you thought of that? You don't know that. You're just assuming its motive. Anyway, Harris Teeter responded by thanking the customer and saying that they would be discontinuing the Freedom Series Cantastic items. And you go to their website, they no longer have available the offensive koozies. Okay. So this is the standard. One person is offended, and that means... Product comes off the shelves, right? Okay, well, that seems like a pretty. All oh, right, well, I'm gonna have some fun with this one. Uh, well, 
as much as I can, considering how much, you know, how many things are already off the shelves at the grocery store. But what's left? I'm going to I'm going to start looking through and I've got some pretty good leads so far. For example, Blueberry 0341. Uh, this person, it's a Pete tweet. I'm reading the Pete's tweet. He said, or she said, sorry. Uh, it's like dancing on the grave of dead black children from Chicago. Wait, what? Yeah, because Jacob said, I have a family of six. I spend $200 a week in your stores. Every weekend, dozens of people are shot in Chicago. Many are children. I just saw that you sell Chicago-style pizza, and this seems very insensitive. Please remove them from your stores also. Oh, and the new online ordering system is pretty bad, too. Um... Yeah, Blue Barrier was like, I agree. I'm not shopping there ever again until you stop promoting Chicago gang violence with your pizzas. Or how about this? Alcohol. Do you sell a lot of alcohol at the grocery store, Kroger, Harris Teeter? Do you guys sell a lot of alcohol? Drunk driving kills more than 10,000 people a year. You sell the product that literally kills people, not a koozie. Not a koozie that keeps the product cold that then people use to go kill people, right? Not even that. Like, the connection between alcohol and your responsibility for death is far closer than a koozie with a bald eagle on it flying around with a shotgun. You going to stop selling alcohol? Oh, no, you can't do that, right? Because that might affect your bottom line, Right? Well, think of it as an ESG box to check. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell the ESG auditors, you know, the ones that make sure you're doing everything environmentally and social justice and and uh, governancey. That's what it, I don't know. But that, like that, the, these are the these are the things that get you the points. So you get to you get to hang the certificate like the smear of blood across the top of the doorway. So the wokeism will just go right past your door. Not murder everybody inside, right? Isn't that the whole point? Oh, no, I know. You're building a better future. Well, if that's the case, then you guys got to get rid of the alcohol. Sorry. You can't sell alcohol anymore. Um, how about this one? I think this one might, this one might hurt a little. 3,000 people die every year from foodborne diseases in the United States. Please remove all your food items as well. It's the only just thing to do. Uh, do you want people to die here? Is that what you're saying? I mean, maybe it's just me, but I don't want people to die, okay? So you obviously do. That's why you're selling food. I haven't even gotten into the obesity thing. I haven't even touched the sugars or the carbs. And see, now I'm a little bit dangerous because I have a little bit of information, thanks to PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition. I have a little bit of information that I know to be true, that I know works, about the kind of garbage that you guys sell that literally kills people, that literally entraps them in fat for the rest of their lives, limiting their quality of life for decades. You do that. You give better shelf space, right? You give better shelf space to certain companies for money. And they use that shelf space to attract the eyeballs of children that are then hooked on the sugars and the carbs for the rest of their lives, dooming them and society, I would point out, 
to increased medical costs and early death. So as long as we are going full bore virtue signaling here, I would submit that you guys should take a look through all your shelves, not just the stupid novelty koozies. And that brings me to Redbox. Do you guys have a Redbox at the Huntersville Harris Teeter? I'm curious. Do, do they have one? Somebody who goes to that Huntersville Harris Teeter, let me know. Do they have the Redbox at that store? Because wait until Christy Clark sees what kind of violence is being glorified on the video rental kiosk. Oh, my God. You know, it's amazing. I'll tell you what. I'll let Bill Maher tell it up next. So now that lawyer account, El Cid, El Cid, he's now getting swarmed by my followers. Good job, guys. Um, <laughs> Odysseus Blue has gone through this dude's Twitter profile and found all sorts of pictures of various not great bourbon, not great whiskeys that he apparently likes and has taken pictures of. And put them on his Twitter profile. And so now it's obvious that this jack wagon is uh, promoting alcohol, not even good alcohol, um, which leads to tens of thousands of deaths around the country and even more ruined lives. You don't live on the moral high ground you think you do, says Odysseus Blue. He's exactly right. This, uh, I keep trying to tell folks that when you get enter into these arguments— the only way that their debate or their uh, argument in the debate has any way of working is if you assume that they have the moral high ground, and they do not. They pretend they do. They make arguments as if they do, but they do not have the moral high ground. They are not morally superior because they differ with you on how to get to a goal. I want there to be no mass shootings. How do we do that? Now, if my... If my objective is to eliminate mass shootings, that's going to look different than if my objective is to take all the guns. But if your objective is to take all the guns and you use mass shootings as a means to do that, you occupy no moral high ground in that debate. It's very simple. So start identifying that when you run across these people. All right, so, uh, yeah, oh, and by the way, these pictures glorifying alcohol. That's what he's doing. He's glorifying alcohol. He's putting it all out there. Look at all these pictures. Look at all my bottles. Woo, alcohol. Yay me. I'm cool. I drink. That's what he's saying. So who's actually glorifying the gun violence? Is it the koozies that say, hey, America was founded as I just was, uh, I got this from Ultra Maga American, I don't know, American Pie? I don't, okay. Uh, who sent me a picture. This looks like a t-shirt that says, Washington did not use his right to free speech to defeat the British. He shot them with guns. <laughs> Defend the second. <laughs> right, I'm sorry if this is upsetting to people to know that this country was born in bloodshed because it fought for its independence. I apologize for that, but I can't change history. I'm not going to deny the reality. But if you want to talk about who glorifies violence, is it the people who cite those historical roots or maybe it's the people that produce 
all of the things that inform our culture nowadays. Enter Bill Maher on HBO. And finally, new rule. Now that we live in an age of uber corporate responsibility where every large company in America bends over backwards to get on the politically correct side of every issue, Hollywood has to tell us, why doesn't that include gun violence? Those are all clips, obviously. When liberals scream, do something after a mass shooting, why aren't we also dealing with the fact that the average American kid sees 200,000 acts of violence on screens before the age of 18? Isn't that amazing? And that, according to the FBI, one of the warning signs of a potential school shooter is a fascination with violence-filled entertainment. It's funny. Hollywood is the wokest place on earth in every other area of social responsibility. They have intimacy coordinators on set to chaperone sex scenes. They hire sensitivity readers to go through and edit scripts. Disney stood up to the Don't Say Gay law. Another studio spent $10 million to digitally remove Kevin Spacey from a movie. But when it comes to the unbridled romanticization of gun violence, crickets. Weird. The only thing we don't call a trigger is the one that actually has a trigger. If you make a movie today, you can't show bullying, fat shaming, slut shaming, girl chasing, gay baiting, ethnic stereotypes, or underage hookups where drinking is involved. You know what we used to call comedies. (laughs) But But those things are bad, and everyone knows you can't platform bad things. You know what you can still platform? One guy who's the hero getting over a grudge by mowing down a multitude of human beings. More clips from various movies showing gun violence. (laughs) That was Punisher. Because no impressionable young male would ever imitate that. No. Now, the usual suspects on the far left will say that I'm delivering some sort of conservative rant here or that I'm undermining gun control. No, it's neither. It's just what's real. There's a pie chart of why mass shootings happen, and we don't know exactly how much of each of the pieces is responsible, but the major ones are mental health, that is, broken young men who feel like losers and want the world to hurt like they do. Yep. Easy access to guns. True. Kids having smartphones, which mm. makes losers feel even worse because mm-hmm. of the bullying and all the fake lives that look better than theirs. And yes, yes, crazy amounts of gun violence in movies and TV. We don't show movie characters smoking anymore because it might look cool and influence children. But yep. you're telling me these cool dudes don't influence them? A lot of clips from the Matrix. They say the success of Top Gun Maverick will be a great boost to Navy pilot recruitment. Great. But then you can't say it's just a movie when it's this. That was cool. All right. So that was from Bill Maher's Bill Maher's 
uh, show, Real Time, with Bill Maher. He's exactly right. This is the same thing, Murphy Brown versus Will and Grace. I'll explain in a minute. Oh, my. Sorry, Red Box. You'll be made to care, too. But Harris Teeter has a Red Box in both of its Huntersville stores, apparently Regency Park Drive and uh, Rose Commons Drive. So, yeah, thank you very much uh, for sending it along, Greg. Um, they do offer the violent movies and the violent video games at Redbox in the Harris Teeters in Huntersville. So, get to it. Right? I, like, after I'm done, or maybe before I'm even done with the show, I'll be getting on and tweeting at Harris Teeter to let them know that glorification of violence via these movies is unacceptable, particularly in the wake of all these mass shootings. So disappointed in you. There's actually more of a connection with the movie side of things, with the 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 you know infiltration of the violent imagery into young impressionable minds over years. Way more evidence to support that than the cartoon drawing of an American bald eagle with a shotgun in its claws or talons. Is it claws? Talons. Uh, Greg also says, I'm from Charlotte. I remember when Harris Teeter would remove magazines that a few people found offensive. They were the only game in town, basically, back then. They should really rethink their actions. Love your show, man. Thank you so much, Greg, and Mint Hill. Appreciate it. Um, how about this one? Tom says, what if you lost a loved one to lung cancer from smoking? Would Harris Teeter stop selling cigarettes? Or does profit have everything to do with it? So, I always say, is the juice worth the squeeze? They obviously thought that the juice was worth the squeeze, that appealing and mollifying to or or appealing to and mollifying these two activist gun grabbers on Twitter. They thought that that juice was worth the squeeze. As the idiot lawyer, which he is or she is, she is the idiot lawyer on the Twitter that I've been uh I feel like I'm mugging a dead, uh, dead person at this point. I do. It's it's not even, like, usually it's fun, especially when you go up against a lawyer because you have this idea that, like, the lawyers are good at it. But this guy uh, or gal, they obviously they obviously aren't doing a lot of litigation. They're, they're not very skilled at their, at their lawyering skills. You know what I mean? They, they haven't honed them, at least to the expectation I have for lawyers. Anyway, Tom says... Uh, if you lost a loved one to lung cancer from smoking, would Harris Teeter stop selling those cigarettes? The lawyer with the alcohol in his uh, Twitter profile, right? Lecturing other people about what's offensive and what isn't. Is it strictly about the death count? Right? Isn't that the idea? No. See, if your objective is to take the guns, then the mass shootings just become a mechanism to do so. That's all. And And every feigned offense is in service to that end. That's all. Bill Maher talking about who's really glorifying violence here. And it's not just the idea presented over and over and over again that guns are the best solution to life's problems. It's why the hero is using a gun. They call them action movies. They should call them revenge movies. 
because that's the plot of every one of them. Mm -hmm. And there's a sick similarity in the revenge fantasies Hollywood turns out and those of school shooters. I want revenge. I want them to know that death is coming. And there's nothing they can do to stop it. Here's a list of just the action movies that have vengeance in the title. Blind Vengeance, Bitter Vengeance, Cry Vengeance, Sweet Vengeance, Dark Vengeance, Fast Vengeance, Blue Vengeance, Forced Vengeance, Heated Vengeance, Naked Vengeance, Acts of Vengeance, Deadly Vengeance, Out for Vengeance, Bound of Vengeance, Fistful of Vengeance, Streets of Vengeance, Angel of Vengeance, Ministry of Vengeance, With a Vengeance, Codename Vengeance, Fort Vengeance, Kickboxer Vengeance, Ninja Vengeance. And Taste of Vengeance, my least favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Vengeance has been in more movies than pets in sunglasses. There's even a movie called I Am Vengeance Retaliation, even though retaliation means vengeance. It's like calling your movie I Am Pregnant, expecting. Right. <laughs> All right, so he, so he's going to go on to say he's going to point out he's not calling for these movies to be banned. I'm no, we're no Christy Clark here. We're simply pointing out the inconsistent application of a standard. Getting revenge on them that wronged you is what happens. It's all that happens in movies that are made for and loved by young men. It's the male version of getting your groove back or Meryl Streep getting a big kitchen. <laughs> Like, like every school shooter, our movie heroes are grievance collectors. And when it comes to action movies, there's one story. He was a nice guy, but they pushed him too far, and now it's on. Mm -hmm. They took my daughter. They killed my father. They killed my fiance. They killed my family. They killed my family again. They killed my puppy. <laughs> All of which doesn't just create a culture of violence, but a culture of justified violence. Liberals hated it when Kyle Rittenhouse, they hated him, but somehow the liberal capital of the world is okay with making 500 movies about vigilantes. They hate it when gun people say it takes a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun, but then they endlessly produce movies with that exact plot. Now, thanks one guy. <laughs> Now, am I saying don't make these movies? No, not at all. I'm never for censorship or organizing society around what crazy people might do. But don't look me in the eye and tell me this isn't a big part of the problem. Every bad idea a kid can get about how to handle feeling abused and disrespected is in all these movies. There you go. And he's right. And I'm not trying to sound like Tipper Gore here, but uh, that's a dated reference. Right. I'm not I'm not a prude. I, I enjoy the video games. I enjoy uh, watching, well, some of the movies. I don't watch those movies that are like the murderin' just for murderin' sake. They were a big hit for a while. Like, it was just like some some ridiculous pretext for people to show up like on an island or something. And then there's a killer and he just goes around murdering people in the most horrific ways and just murder porn. I don't get that. I, I really don't. So I don't watch those types of things. I, I never have. Um 
But I'm not into the superhero movies. I'm not into a lot of that stuff. We watched the, I mean, I saw John Wick for the first time, I don't know, maybe six months ago. But I don't watch a lot of movies. So I'm a terrible barometer for these types of things. So I am about to, I guess, embark upon my uh, one-tweet campaign to get red boxes removed from all Harris Teeters and Kroger's. That's what it takes, as I understand it. A single tweet. Use some uh, uh, emotional extortion. Tug at the heartstrings. Be like, look at all these dead people. Are you wanting more people to die? Then you should get rid of the red boxes because they've got... Stuff in there that celebrates, glorifies vengeance and uh, gun violence. Yeah. What, do you want more people to die? Oh, my God. That's the standard that Harris Teeter has now set. So congratulations. There's your bed. Lie upon it. Uh, Brian, let me go over here to Brian. Welcome to the program. Hello, Brian. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Uh, I'm in and out of the car, so I don't know if anybody's made this comment, but uh, I would add one further uh, influence on violence in today's society, and that would be rap music. Rap music. Show me rap music. Oh, I don't know. It, it felt like a family feud moment there. Um, oh, I mean, there are other things. Yeah, there are other things, too. I th- uh, somebody mentioned um, in an email, I think, um, fatherlessness, right? Uh, or uh, abuse in the home or whatever. There's, uh, you know, lack of uh, a father figure, a male figure. That That's part of it, but not always. This is the thing. There are yeah. all these different influences depending on which shooter you're you're talking about in which instance. So, yeah, but, sure. but, but yeah, you cannot deny that if we're going to have a conversation, quote-unquote, about all these different influences, then you need to have a conversation about all of them. And if you're going to start banning certain ones, then we should start banning all of them because if they all play a role then why would you only ban one versus the others? Well, a logical, sane person wouldn't, but uh, we don't have a lot of those people running around this planet nowadays. True. We live in very stupid times. That is true. Brian, (laughs) thanks, man. Good to hear from you. Okay, Pete. All right, bud. Take it easy. Um, This was from Herbie on Twitter. The left has two modes for everything. It is either to be mandatory or it is to be banned. Right? That which is not outlawed is required that's the old joke right that which that which is not outlawed is required that's leftism there he says there is no freedom of choice anywhere in between if they approve of it it's mandatory if it offends them banned it really is that simple and uh tom asked harris teeter why are you caving to emotional extortionists like this why do you think veterans like myself or what do you think veterans like myself think of your actions There are other grocery stores. Go woke, go broke. Uh, Another person named Disgruntled says, crazy woman does a drive-by shooting and then locks her account. Good job, Harris Teeter. And Jeremy said, grow a spine. This woman is out of her damn mind. You should tell her to kiss your Rosie and make your own damn supermarket. Yeah, isn't that the response? If you don't like the koozies that Harris Teeter is stocking, then you should just go set up your own grocery store, right? Wasn't that your argument? Oh, it was until Elon Musk came along and said, yeah, I'll just buy you. How about that? And then everybody's like, you can't buy us. <sighs> Carolina says, hey, Harris Teeter Corporate, as soon as this was brought to my attention, 
I decided to stop shopping at all Harris Teeter stores and take my business elsewhere. You have lost a dedicated 25-year customer to cave into one woke person. And C-Man, C-Man1127, he said, thanks for the heads up. I'll be sure to never shop in your store again. In addition to finding the Hate America crowd repugnant, I'm also generally averse to patronizing businesses who cave to tweets. See, this is the thing. This guy gets me. C-Man1127. It's a letter C. It could be C-M-A-N-1127. No, C-Man1127. His name probably starts with a C. But, uh, I... This is the thing, and maybe it's just my contrarianism, my anti-authority streak. This is the thing that gets me the most. And this is why, like, I'm listening to that Bill Maher segment, and he's saying things that I'm not trying to say, like, he's listening to my show, but I kind of think he's listening to my show. No, he's not listening to my show. But sounds like he kind of could be. When he talked about the losers, right, that these are guys, that life's losers, whatever, that's the way I refer to them, right? He talks about... Well, there are a couple different. It doesn't matter. But Seaman's point here is that you caved to the one person on Twitter. Maybe two. Two people tweeted at you. And that was enough. That was enough to cave. Now, I don't know. Maybe your corporate comms people, your DEI supervisor, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of that product. We totally need to get rid of the product because you're simpatico with this wokeism. Maybe you are a member of the clergy in the church of wokeism. That's possible. But what Bill Maher also said sounded an awful lot like what I usually say, which is, don't whiz on my boots and tell me it's raining. And that's what Hollywood is doing with this stuff. That's what the gun grabbers are doing with this stuff by ignoring the elephant in the room, which is the glorification of violence that is infecting our culture. It is all over the place. It is everywhere. The philosopher Chris Rock talked about it 20 years ago about how in certain community, well, in the black community, he was saying it in the black community, that you get more respect coming out of prison than you do coming out of college. Right? These themes are not new. Brian mentioned rap music. Do you remember Two Live Crew? Do you remember that scandal? Yeah. The glorification of violence, money, uh, womanizing, right? If these are the things that you are constantly filling your mind with, these are the things that your mind will be full of. It's pretty simple. It used to be common sense. But as I have said repeatedly, we do live in very stupid times.